Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Let me introduce our guest, Aaron Cariati, doctor, is a psychiatrist and the director of the program in Bioethics and American Democracy at the Ethics and Public Policy Center in Washington, D.C., and also the director of the Health and Human Flourishing Program at the Zephyr Institute in Palo Alto, California. He taught psychiatry previously at the UCI School of Medicine, where he was the director of the medical ethics program at UCI Health and the chairperson of the Ethics Committee of the California Department of State Hospitals. Dr. Cariati's work has appeared in the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, New Atlantis, Arc Digital Public Discourse, City Journal, and First Things. His book is called The New Abnormal. And I got to tell you, Aaron, it is one scary book, my friend. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, George. It's good to be with you tonight. Give us the definition of biomedical security. So the biomedical security state, which I describe in the book, one way to think about it is it's kind of the unholy welding of three different things. First of all, a public health that's become militarized, and I can talk a little bit more about what I mean by that. Sure. A militarized public health. And then the second element is digital technologies of surveillance and control. And the third element is the police powers of the state. So one kind of concrete example of this that people will be familiar with is the vaccine passports that were rolled out during COVID, right? This uh, practice of having to show a QR code on your phone to get on a train, get on a plane, go to a restaurant, go to a public event, get back into your own home country of origin. Um, 
And what this QR code demonstrated is that you had done what the public health authorities had mandated you to do. So if we think back to prior to the pandemic, prior to all the fear that it created, uh, if you would have told someone in, let's say, 2018, that you would have to do this in order to just participate in public life in the United States, they would have thought that you were crazy. Right. You know, especially if the thing that you were being required to do involved injecting a novel pharmaceutical, um, the first of its kind, into your body. I mean, a real invasion on your medical privacy, a total bypassing of the informed consent process. And what I try to show in the book is that COVID was actually only the beginning of these kinds of trends, right? So for many of us, we like to think of the pandemic as being mostly behind us, right? A lot of these policies, whether it's society-wide lockdowns or school closures or vaccine mandates or vaccine passports, a lot of these have been rolled back in recent months, which is a good thing. And so people, I think, mistakenly believe that we can put all of this in the rearview mirror. But what I show in the book is that the infrastructure that was put in place during the pandemic is still in place and ready to be used for the next declared public health emergency or the next declared crisis. And in fact, the ruling powers right now are very motivated to find the next declared public health emergency or the next declared crisis. We've seen efforts already to characterize new viruses like the monkeypox uh, as though they were a threat to all of society rather than just a, you know, a risk to a very specific uh, population of people engaged in very specific kinds of behaviors. So these, uh, these things that we saw and that manifested over the last three years uh, are not going to go away. There's going to be another public health crisis declared very soon. You know, there's been an effort in the last couple of years, for example, to reframe climate change from an environmental issue to a public health issue. Um, and the next step will be an attempt to declare climate change as a public health crisis so that more extreme measures and more extreme authoritarian controls over people's movements, over people's behaviors, can be initiated in order to deal with the climate crisis. And, you know, regardless of what you think about climate change or climate policy, where you stand on that issue, the idea that uh, a, a declared state of emergency requiring things like rolling lockdowns to deal with climate change. I, I think that's a proposal that should be cons of concern to anyone who cares about uh, human flourishing, to anyone who cares about basic freedoms and constitutional rights. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You just heard the story of the lockdown in Wuhan, 800,000 people. Would you say at this point, Aaron, that China is the worst offender of the biomedical security states? Without a doubt. I mean, the lockdowns that we've seen in Shanghai are nothing short of horrifying for anyone who's familiar with the details of what the state has done uh, in that region. And it's very clear that the biomedical security state, as it operates in China, is a way of the Chinese Communist Party exercising unprecedented levels of control over the movements of its citizens, uh, over mechanisms to gather data on its citizens' financial transactions, uh, on its citizens' behavior. And so that's a very extreme example of where all of this can take us. And I think, George, there's a there's a tendency on the part of Americans to think that, well, whatever's going on in China, that's China. That is, um, you know, that's something that's happening in a far more repressive authoritarian regime than what we have here. So while we can sympathize with the folks that are suffering under that regime or suffering under the, the, 
extreme lockdown measures that are happening there. We don't have to worry about that here, you know, because we're still living in a free and open society. But I think it's important for us to realize that many of our pandemic policies, starting with the lockdowns and school closures, took their cue from the Chinese Communist Party and, in fact, from uh, what can only be characterized as propaganda that was put out by the Chinese Communist Party in the earliest days of the pandemic. So people may forget, but lockdowns originated in Wuhan. The first lockdown was done where the virus originated, and the Chinese Communist Party announced to the world that it, it had stamped out the virus by engaging in these extreme measures that had never been done before. Now, that turned out to be propaganda. That turned out not to be true. If that was true, we wouldn't, we wouldn't still be seeing, a couple of years later, these extreme lockdowns in China still trying to stamp out the virus, which is you know, an impossible proposal. But the rest of the world actually b- believed the Chinese Communist Party, the World Health Organization, right. leadership, uh, promulgated this idea. The public health officials starting in Italy, some of whom had connections to uh, the Chinese Communist Party, initiated lockdowns. Then in Italy, that was the first Western nation to institute lockdowns. The United States followed suit. In February of 2020, Drs. Fauci and Burks, who were working for the, the White House Coronavirus Task Force, basically decided that lockdowns were the way to go. It was announced in late February in the New York Times that civil rights would have to be suspended in order for us to manage the coronavirus that was, that was headed our way. And in March, we locked down. And shortly thereafter, the, the entire uh, rest of the world, more or less, most countries across the globe, locked down uh, you know, in response to what the United States had decided to do. Yeah. But all of us ultimately took our cues from China, which is a, a very, very concerning uh, fact that, um, that shaped the entire response to the pandemic around the world. By coming out uh, the way you have, have you opened yourself up to any scrutiny from any uh, agencies? Oh, I, I certainly imagine so. You know, I, I believe that I have um, probably been on the NSA's radar screen uh, really since the trucker's convoy uh, that occurred earlier in, uh, you know, in the early months of this year. So folks may remember the convoy that occurred in Canada where uh, miles and miles, or I guess kilometers and kilometers up there of truck trucks, drivers yeah. you know, made their way to Ottawa and parked their trucks in the city for an extended stay. This was a really sort of novel and new form of, of grassroots advocacy and a grassroots movement where people were pushing back against authoritarian and repressive COVID measures, particularly the uh, vaccine passport system at the U.S.-Canada border that Justin Trudeau's government had initiated. Well, in the wake of that, uh, the truckers in the United States wanted to start a similar convoy. And in fact, I was on Zoom calls with the leadership of the People's Convoy in the United States, helping to organize the convoy that started in California in my home state 
and made its way all the way to Washington, D.C., where they circled the Beltway around the nation's capital uh, for several days. And very interestingly, uh, only a day or two uh, after that Zoom call where we were organizing the American Truckers Convoy, the Department of Homeland Security issued a bulletin. Uh, and the bulletin was basically an announcement about what they called domestic threat actors. And these domestic threat actors were not, you know, domestic terrorists that were threatening to um, blow up a building or instigate a mass shooting in a public area. No, these were people that were publicly criticizing the nation's response, the nation's pandemic response to COVID. So people that were peacefully protesting lockdowns or advocating online or in the media uh, for policies that contradicted the preferred policies of our federal government were characterized by the Department of Homeland Security literally in this bulletin as domestic terrorists or domestic threats. Uh, that bulletin and the timing of that bulletin coinciding with the organization of the Truckers Convoy, I think was not an accident. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.